my lovelies, and it is Lexi, and I'm coming to you on this Thursday drizzly morning where I live, and um, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Um, so this is going to kind of encompass a lot of different things. So um, my journey with ketamine um, has been a wonderful thing. It does definitely help some with pain. Um, it's not, you know, a magic pill, as I've said in previous episodes. But that being said, um, you know, it has helped a little with my migraines, but my migraines have largely returned. But um, I ended up seeing a neurologist, and I recommend anyone out there that has fibromyalgia or nerve pain or vertigo um, to get checked out by a neurologist and a rheumatologist. A neurologist, you know, deals more with the central nervous system, your nerves, things like that. A rheumatologist deals with um, you know, disorders where the immune system is attacking your body. So um, I had been to a neurologist years back, and he just pretty much said, you have fibromyalgia. And, um, and so I've been, you know, having trouble um, with fibromyalgia. And a lot of people with fibromyalgia, it's not chronic, it's not severe. Um, for me, it has been very severe. It has been very chronic. It has very much played a role in, um, in how I feel, um, you know, and in it, it's emotionally, it's physically, um, it's very painful for me. Um, there's a lot of days I do have to take pain meds and stuff like that. Um, and it can be a challenging thing. Um, because I don't really like to take pain meds. I don't like, I don't like those things, but when you're in pain and you're prescribed something by, you know, a, a good doctor, which I do have a very good doctor. Um, my primary care physician is pretty awesome. You know, there are times I just you know, when you have doctors that don't believe you and you have some doctors that do believe you, you just, it messes with your sense of reality and you don't know who believes what. Um, and you really need to find a doctor that believes your symptoms because a blood test, especially with fibromyalgia, is not going to show anything. And a lot of doctors attribute that to, well, you know, they're making it up or, you know, they're seeking to get pain meds for nefarious reasons, which I'm very against those two things because it makes true people suffering from these disorders so much more difficult to get the treatment that we need. Um, you know, fibromyalgia affects people differently. Some people, it's, you know, it just happens periodically. And they get what I call flares where, you know, they become active and then they are in a lot of pain. I have a very chronic form of fibromyalgia, which, mean it, which means it affects me every day of my life. 
So going back to seeing a neurologist, I went and saw a neurologist um, and it felt so good because he immediately diagnosed me with four neurological conditions, my first episode, so, or my first appointment. And so I am I'm going to him for testing and um, I'm going to have an MRI of my brain, an MRI of my neck, um, two EMGs and one EEG which is where they measure the brain activity to see if there's any inconsistencies or anything like that. The MRIs are looking for tumors, um, also looking for any abnormalities in the brain, um, also looking for lesions. You know, it, I have a lot of symptoms of multiple sclerosis, so it could be an, I may end up with an MS diagnosis. I'm not for sure. I'm not getting ahead of the treatment, though. Um, but he diagnosed me with cervical myopathy, which is where the spinal cord is being pinched in the neck, and it causes extreme pain. And um, I'm meeting with my primary care physician today. And, um, you know, I just sent them a heartfelt email and just said, you know, I hope you guys believe me because. You know, I, I've been seeing my primary care physician for about 15 or 16 years. So it's been a long time, actually 17 years now. And, um, you know, you you just never know when you get mixed, you know, experiences with physicians, you know, what's going on. And um, so anyways... I saw this neurologist, I'm having this testing done. And um, so, you know, I am just excited that this guy said, I see, you know, patients with your symptoms all the time. And it just let me know that the guy believed me. He witnessed my tremors in my hands and a tremor is where you shake involuntarily. Um, and, you know, I mean, he just watched me like a hog. He did some testing on me in person. And now he is going, you know, he's being very aggressive. And I'm just so thrilled that I'm getting all this testing done because I really need the testing done. Um, my biggest fear is everything's going to come back okay, and they're going to be like, well, it's fibromyalgia. And that's difficult. And so people with fibromyalgia really struggle because a lot of people don't believe us. I've talked to countless women that have had fibromyalgia, and they've had countless doctors tell them it's not a legitimate diagnosis, even though it is now recognized by the Rheumatological Association of America and um, and all that. So it, it can be a very challenging um, diagnosis. It can be even more challenging and emotional because people don't believe you a lot of times because you don't have a physical cast on or anything like that. Right now, I'm wearing a cervical collar, which is like a neck brace. Um, and that helps me 
Um, ketamine originally um, helped a lot more with pain, but I'm still very limited as far as what I can do. Um, and so, like, my husband and I um, were going on a weekend getaway, and um, we're going to the mountains, and it's just going to be beautiful. And I remember we were talking about going um, to the Biltmore, and um, which requires a, a, a decent amount of walking. I would say a lot of walking. And I had so much anxiety because I knew I couldn't hold up to it. But I really wanted to go. So we eventually decided that you know, I had a conversation with him about getting a wheelchair. So, and I know it's, for me, it's, that's just such a struggle for me being in a wheelchair at 42. And I'm not completely bound to the wheelchair, nor am I going to allow that. I'm still going to get exercise. But when I walk too much um, or move too much, it very much has a ripple effect um, that, takes you out for days at least it does for me where i can only do certain things so much um ketamine has helped my my ptsd the most um you know as far as trauma it's helped my paranoia um relating to ptsd because a lot of patients with ptsd become very paranoid um, about their traumas or people coming back to hurt them. And it's the brain's way of keeping you alive, essentially. Um, but those of you that are experiencing nerve pain, stuff like that, vertigo, which means you're dizzy, any kind of symptoms that are iffy, iffy I highly recommend seeking out a rheumatologist and a neurologist. The sooner you get all these tests done, the quicker you are going to get an accurate diagnosis. Um, my neurologist did say that a lot of people have really bad chronic fibromyalgia. And fibromyalgia, by definition, is where the central nervous system processes pain. It kind of goes berserk. And the central nervous system will deaden a lot of pain before it reaches the brain. And so um, patients in fibromyalgia, their central nervous system is altered. Um, and as a result, it processes pain. The central nervous system doesn't block those signals for the pain. So you experience full levels of pain. Um, and that can be very challenging, you know, for patients. And so for all of you out there, please have faith that, you know, you will get your accurate diagnosis. You're going to be okay. And, um, and, you know, I just say, you know, do the best you can, you know, find and surround yourself with people, including medical professionals that do believe you, that do support you. Um, it is very, it's a lonely journey, um, but there is hope. And I always say that there is hope. Uh, ketamine therapy does help some, 
Um, with my fibromyalgia, as far as energy level goes and fatigue, um, but it's not like a cure-all pill. So, I mean, it is something that will definitely help your depression. It hasn't helped my anxiety so much, um, but it has helped my paranoia. It's helped my PTS triggers. It's helped stuff like that. And I'm very thankful for that, um, you know, and so I just recommend everyone, um, please take care of yourself and um, please don't feel, don't get to the point where you feel hopeless and you just are beat down by everyone telling you, not believing you, or you having to prove over and over and over that you are. So in other words, when you're looking for a doctor and you have a neurological condition or you have a rheumatological condition, um, which fibromyalgia is a rheumatological condition, but there's no blood test to say it is what it is. So when I call doctor's appointments, I'm like, I need a doctor that is well-versed in fibromyalgia. Um, so what I have may be fibromyalgia, but what he diagnosed me with was for neurological conditions. Um, you know, I do have chronic migraines. Um, that's a neurological condition, but it also ties me with fibromyalgia. Um, I have a lot of neck pain, um, and that can be um, cervical myopathy, which is compression of the spinal cord. Um, so he pretty much is putting together an accurate picture, and I kind of feel like I'm on the right track to, you know, to feeling better and to being healthy. And so I am just, you know, going with that and hoping for the best. And I hope you all have a beautiful day, a beautiful weekend, and take care of yourselves. Be kind to yourselves. Um, I know I've talked to so many women that have experienced what I've experienced, which is when doctors don't believe you, you feel like you're going crazy. You feel like you're crazy and you're not crazy. You know, don't let doctors make you doubt your true symptoms. And so um, this is the recommendation I can give to all of you because this is my lived experience. Um, so I love you all and have a beautiful day.